Generation Church, based in the beautiful Rex Theater in the heart of downtown Pensacola, Florida. Our hope is that today's teaching will encourage and equip you to be firm in faith, to fulfill the call of God in your life, and to finish well. Grab your Bible, open up your notes app, and let's dive in. Hey everybody, welcome to the Rap Party, where we dive a little deeper into Sunday's message. Pastor Ray here, this time with our lead pastor, Roger Hurth. Hey guys. He continued the new series that we're in called Journey Up, where we're looking at the Psalms of Ascent, Psalm 120 to 134, in which the Hebrews would sing three times a year as they journeyed up to Jerusalem. And, and what we're seeing through these Psalms is how God is calling everyone to the place where he dwells so that they can experience his presence. Pastor Roger, would you spend a time briefly just kind of talking a little bit about your message. Remind us what you talked about today. Well, so Psalms 122 is about worship. As as uh, the Hebrew nation or the Jews would would make that journey, like like you just talked about, um, it really was a, 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 they were going to Jerusalem to worship. Mm-hmm. And in that, in that time there in Jerusalem, they, would hear stories, the preaching of the word. Um, they would, uh, even on the way, I'm sure that their families would talk to them and tell them stories uh, of, of how faithful God was to them, how they're a chosen people, a chosen generation. And and uh, so Psalms 122 is about that journey and worshiping together. So the the take that um, that we get from that is really about um, coming to the local church and how it affects our life. Uh, the, the, the songs that we sing, the, the, um, the sermons that we hear, just being together and rubbing shoulders and encouraging one another. And, uh, just about the, the unity of the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. So Psalms 122 is, and I was glad when they yeah. said to me, let's come to the house of the Lord. Um, uh, you know, I'm stoked to get up mm-hmm. and go to church and, uh, so that that was the thrust of my uh, of of Psalms one twenty two, and of course at the beginning of it, I spent a lot of time on uh, what it means to have a kingdom perspective over a mm-hmm. world perspective, and then I really felt like the Lord wanted me to um, just talk about what it really means to be a disciple and what it yeah. means to be a pilgrim. So that was pretty much what I yeah what was on my heart. Right, and and part of being a disciple and a pilgrim is being obedient to God's word. Yeah. So you yeah. spend a lot of time looking at obedience. And in fact, as a staff, as pastors, we're reading the same book together as we're preparing our hearts for the sermon series called A Long Obedience in the Same Direction. Uh, Can you talk a little bit, what what is a long obedience? What does that look like? I just feel like it's about consistency. You know, um, as I, I think I said, you know, so, so many times we're so up and down and and not really walking this Christian life with a lot of consistent conviction. Mm. It's five steps forward, you know, six steps back. You know, three steps forward, two steps toward, forward, one step forward, ten steps back. It, it, there's a long obedience, mm. not just short little segments and spurts of growth. Like, it's a long obedience in what? In the same direction. The direction towards God. And so that's what it really means to me. I would say it had to do with consistent obedience. Yeah. That's what it would mean right. to me. Consistent obedience. Yeah. yeah that's really good. And um, 
as I've been studying, because I'm preaching one of the messages in this series, as I've been studying, um, it's interesting how um, one commentator was was talking about how all these different people from different family groups and tribes, they would meet together on the road because there was there were certain paths that met and led to Jerusalem. And so all these people from different backgrounds, different jobs, um, you know, they, they experience life differently, but they come together in yeah. one purpose to serve the Lord. And there's something that you said, and maybe you can kind of expound on it a little bit for our discussion here. You said that God builds unity in the act of worship. And, and to me, that's just such a beautiful phrase. And, and it's a truth that I know in my life. Can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, so um, we really, people can be very, very different in the way that they were raised in their view of certain things, even political views. Um, If you concentrate too much on all the issues of life, it really can be Mm. very divisive. When you're together as a church, as a body of Christ with only one goal, you're looking to one person, Jesus. You're there to celebrate uh, the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. You're, you're together in thought. Now, if you think about like the Tower of Babel, I didn't mention yeah. this, but mm-hmm. like they were confused. They yeah. were distracted because they weren't, you know, they th- their plans were thwarted mm-hmm. because of confusion. Yeah. When we are single wholeheartedly looking to Jesus, then all those little things can, they melt into one beautiful worship service. And I think it's during those times that the Holy Spirit can then speak to you. You know, you might look across the room and there's somebody, well, I don't agree with that. But the Holy Spirit's like, well, are you dealing in love? Mm-hmm. Do you have compassion? You know, maybe there's a homeless person like, is there compassion? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, um, this person, I know that they said this, or I saw this on Facebook, you right. know, like, or this person judges me because of this, or, you know, this person doesn't really know me, or this person walked in and didn't say hi. Like when you concentrate on Jesus and you are in unity together, then it breaks down walls. Yeah. So I, I think that's yeah. the, the gut, the gist of that yeah. thought. I like that uh, picture of the Tower of Babel um, because they they it says that they were of one mind, like they were trying to build a tower to God, but they were going about it the wrong way. the The way to God is through Him in relationship with Him. So it's just a right. it's a, an interesting picture because you talked in your message about the world's way versus God's way. Right. And so in Babel they were doing the world's way, and it failed. It failed for them. It failed, right? Um, but God's way is forever. It endures, yeah. and it's actually it's an life interesting thing. thought. Uh, well, I wonder how. I wonder instead of building the building the uh, tower, I wonder what it would have looked like for them to go. Hey guys, we uh, want to um, l- live. Well, I guess at that time it might have been according to their conscience. Maybe I, I think maybe that's that's what it was because I don't trying to remember how much was revealed by them. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah, so we can only yeah. uh, respond to what's been revealed to us. But God does put in your heart. I mean, let me put it this way: when Cain killed Abel, yeah, he knew it. Mm-hmm. So 
God does put in your heart uh, right and wrong. So I just wonder what it would have looked like if there was a leader at Babel that said, we're not building a tower. We're going to do this. And I don't know what that would be, right, but yeah. it's an interesting thought. Yeah, I've sure. actually never yeah. thought of that before. Yeah. That is interesting. Uh, <laughs> I, may, I may think about that just a little. Just, yeah, you know, it's fun yeah. to wonder. And there's different um, authors that they write Christian uh, allegory and literature, but um, it's it, they sometimes explore these thoughts like, what if, yeah, what if, what if Adam and Eve didn't eat of the fruit and disobey yeah. God? Like, what would life look like then? Yeah. You know, um, I, I, f- I firmly believe that there would there would be some other failure that they f- they faced, and yeah. um, God would have to put that right as well. Yeah, I remember early early on in my life, somebody had mentioned that, and they said, "Well, if Adam and Eve didn't sin, then the earth would have multiplied and multiplied and multiplied and." multiplied mm. and that's why he created the universe because there'd be uh, so many people mm. and you know it's just interesting yeah, thoughts yeah, like, oh, yeah um there was there was a line at the end of the message outline that i, I didn't catch during your sermon but it, you said that worship does not satisfy our hunger for god it whets our appetite can you talk about that a little bit i don't i don't think you mentioned it in your message um i don't think that um our hunger is uh, ever total, or, or I don't think our hunger should totally ever be satisfied. Mm-hmm. And I think that when, you know, when <laughs> you know, think about this, uh, sometimes you're not hungry and you go, you, your wife is making a pot roast and she's got the mashed potatoes. She's beating the mashed potatoes and throwing the butter in there and there's an aroma that exudes from the kitchen and you weren't hungry before, but you get, you smell that Mm -hmm. and you get into that presence and all of a sudden you're hungry. Yeah. I would say that it does it like, like it's our our hunger is necessarily not always satisfied, but that appetite, it it wets it. Mm -hmm. And that's what, you know, that's what being together does. Like, People inspire me, you know, like if I see people that I know that have gone through hard times and hard things and maybe they're consistent and they didn't have to be there. They didn't have to be there that morning or I meet them during the week and I just see that they, you know, that they're overcomers. That that whets my appetite to have more hunger for righteousness and truth and faith Mm -hmm. and and, uh, grow as a believer. Yeah, and that's that's part of the unity that develops as we meet together. Yeah. Because if if we just sit at home and you talked about it in, in your message, yeah. if we just read our Bible by ourselves, right. we'll we'll get confused, we'll misunderstand things, yeah. and and we'll get stuck in our own ways and right. never and never grow. Yeah, I was just talking to Jim after this, and um, he was mentioning to me how um, you know going through going through a a time right now in, in his life, you know, just losing his wife, and and but yet he's filled with so much joy. Yeah. He was saying. I got up at five o'clock in the morning and I just ride around with worship music blaring because um, I just want to be out of the house and I want to just be in God's presence. Mm. And so, you know, um, he's out of that element. He's, he's just in God's, in God's presence. Mm-hmm. And uh, sometimes we have to force ourselves to get in the car. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, that's what this, you know, you know, that's what this message was, is, was really about. It was about the journey and journeying somewhere. Yeah. And I do believe that the local church, um, that God has established the local church. And I believe that so many people, 
it's status quo for them. I don't think that they take it as seriously as they should. There's no condemnation in that. But here's what's interesting is I see people's lives decline. Yeah. yeah. When they don't make it a part of their life mm-hmm. and they can, you know, make every excuse. Um, but the proof is in the pudding. Yeah. And, and, um, you know, I'm not saying that you can't learn and grow at home and, and read the word, but God made us to meet together yeah. and to worship together. And I think it's a, otherwise he wouldn't have told us to do it. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. So, yep. And then we kind of come full circle and there's the obedience again. Like God tells us to do this. Right. We ought to do it. Right. It's not a thing of the law. You know, right. like if you really are tired, stay home. Mm-hmm. You know, um, if, if you're sick, obviously stay home. I don't want your sickness, you know, um, but but there's just so many excuses that people make not to go to church and be a part of the body of Christ or they're judgmental when they do come. Like just, just come and be a part and, and, and be encouraged and make a difference. You know, church is wonderful. You know, oh, yeah. if I wasn't uh, pastoring, I would go to church. I would, I would have to, it's who, who we are. It's what we do. And I would want to make a difference. Yeah. And so the scripture said that when they said, let's go to the house of the Lord, my heart leapt with joy. Yeah. Like this. <laughs> I like the way Eugene Peterson, yeah. you know, put that my heart leapt for joy. Yeah. And I can honestly say it's not always the way I feel. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I really do do it out of duty, you know. Um, and uh, I'm not talking about now as a, as, as, as a pastor. Um, then there's a responsibility, you know, for that. But I'm just talking about even even when I wasn't say quote unquote in ministry mm-hmm. or paid ministry, it's like, yeah, it's part of my life. Right. Like I would feel empty if I wasn't consistent at yeah. it. And um, yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks for this discussion today. I know yeah, that it. um, it's been really good. I, I like getting to talk with you and the other pastors yeah. kind of unpack a little bit of the message mm-hmm. and maybe go a little bit deeper. Yeah. And that's our hope for you guys listening that, um, Maybe you maybe you haven't missed you maybe you've missed the message but you're catching this maybe it will whet your appetite to listen to the word of God as as Pastor Roger preached this morning and so we just hope that you would be obedient to what God is calling you to what He says in His Word um, about you and the things that He has planned for you we love you and we're praying for you this week and we hope that you would just have a great awesome amazing blessed joyful week and see you Sunday yeah see <laughs> see you guys Sunday and. That's a wrap. Thanks for hanging out with us at Generation. You can connect with us on Facebook or Instagram at Generation Pensacola or go to the website at generationpensacola.com and from wherever you download your podcasts. If today's teaching impacted you, we'd love to hear about it. So please drop us a note.